Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, the Monday recap episode, episode number 500 of Talking Baseball. How about that? Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, presented to you by SeatGeek. My name is Jimmy. Sitting next to me is Jake. We got Trevor Plouffe in California and producer BBD behind the dish. It was a weekend that was full of baseball. I'll be presenting the IL today. Jake will be presenting the American League. American League, and Trevor leads us off with the National League. Exciting stuff abounds. Trev, cool look. Black hoodie and uh, shades. Cool look. Took the shades off. I need people to see my eyes for this episode. It's 500 for us. So let's give ourselves some snaps, I think. Uh, Excited to talk about ball. You guys know I love the Monday episodes. I bring the freaking energy on Monday. Uh, Although this weekend, big weekend for me on Friday, got a little too... uh, a little too lit at the party, so I was recovering all weekend long. Mm. Got a bad tan at the beach yesterday. I was wearing a tank top, James, playing wiffle ball. Mm-hmm. Got the tank top mm. tan lines. So not a good look when you take your shirt off with a tank top tan line. You're fine. So, you had a farmer's tan your whole life. I'm working through that right now. Now I'm just golden usually, but I'm going through some problems, obviously. A farmer's tan with the tank top tan lines, no bueno. But Jake, how are you doing, man? Trevor, James, BBD, everyone live in the chat, everyone listening, everyone in the world. Happy 500th episode. Huge. Uh, Trev. Everybody in the world. Not everybody in the world. There's people I don't want to see. Oh, not the bad people. I don't consider them everybody, though. He never has. He never has. Uh, Trev, I I got jazzed up and texted you when I saw that Papa Rosie made it out to your your party that that got me all sorts of all sorts of excited uh were you saying Dua Lipa was there or no she wasn't there I'm sure she's regrets missing it because it yeah. was sick but Papa Rose was there and he had a great time I never seen that guy smile so much he uh I, I loved his insta story you guys took a cool Trevor Plouffe crouching pick and Papa Rosie killed it with uh took took me three days to get up from that <laughs> From that pose, Jim, you have I have a question. question. The yeah. female artist that you referenced earlier, Dua Lipa. What would you say if you just wanted to call her by just the first name? Dua. Dua. Okay, cool. What were you thinking? I had no idea. I just always, I didn't know if that was a one word th- name, or she's or working that two, way. Like she's there's two different names. That'll be like a step in her career. At one point, she'll go to Dua, but right now, Dua Lipa flows. Um, Dua. Yeah. You could say Lipa or Dua, and people would know who you're talking about. So, if you said Dua, I don't think I'd know. Dua, that's a name. And now, when you say it like that, absolutely not. But you're all around it. Well, someone has that accent and says it like that. Nikki Cass pronounces it like that. Yeah, Dua. Right. Play that Dua song. Right. I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited. I'm excited to learn about the American League and the National League because I have the uh, interleague, and the Yankees played an interleague series, so. And I did watch some Mariners in Houston in my downtime because that was interleague, so I'm queued in. It was actually not the Mariners of Houston. It right. was Marlins. Marlins. Corners. Athletes. How about the Marlins? 
Oh, and now the gyrations have started. Okay. Yeah. She's do is known for her provocative dancing on stage, but That's it's very uh, it's tasteful. I wasn't tasteful. It wasn't that tasteful. That was like oh, this I is what so. I look like when I have sex. Mm. Now you've seen it. And this segment of the show obviously is brought to you by Roman. Yes. Uh Trevor's yes. hard right now. Yep. And that's because yeah. he doesn't need Roman yet. Yeah. But if you do. Oh, actually, hold up. Hold up. We're doing the swipes. Oh, wow. (laughs) If Dua Lipa... The swipes do. The swipes? (laughs) You might need them if you run into Dua. Yeah. Pick one. uh, Okay. I just read. They have like the red writing all in red that says, uh, it's like the do not read. Right. And I just just straight up. wanted to read Burgundy's. I still want to read it really bad. Yeah. Um, well, Trev, you know when you're wearing a great outfit, everything just looks right, and your confidence is soaring? You can walk into a room mm-hmm. knowing you're on your A-game? Mm-hmm. Well, if you've been struggling with premature ejaculation, Roman can give you that same feeling in the bedroom. Uh, look, we all know that change doesn't happen without action. So they got the Roman swipes now, Jake. I know that you go through boxers <laughs> on your way home from the bar with a broad. And this is something you've been looking for. So you just numb your dick. Roman swipes clinically proven to help you last longer in bed. Do you have a question? When guys are on the on deck circle, mm-hmm. what, do, what do a lot of them use? Donuts. They use a donut. Yeah. It, it's kind of, it's training their, their swing. You know, you're, you're, before you go to the plate, you swing with the heavy bat. So when you're at the plate, it, it feels light in your hands. That's kind of what the Roman swipes are doing. You know, when you, when you get up to the dish, it's like you're swinging uh, a, a lighter bat. I think you're supposed to use it at the dish as well. Oh. Oh, I don't think you should do that. I wouldn't take them out during and just do it. Unless you really need it. It's dark in there. I think that's what they're made for. Well, he's saying you could, like, t- turn around and... And then you say, excuse me. Right. Honey. I'm getting ready in the bathroom. I'm going to go numb my dick. Go to GetRoman.com slash talking today. If approved, you get $10 off your first order. That's GetRoman.com slash talking. Hey, we uh, met with the Roman guys recently, and they said I did a breakdown for the swipes, and they said that they were flying off the shelves. I was like, really? A lot of Jake fans. Where are we at today? 500th episode is really going somewhere. I kind of like it. We're good. Well, that was natural. Usually we're going to save the Roman read, but we were talking about Dua. (sighs) It's all stemmed from Jake. Yeah. Jake. Jake's Jake's the virus. All right. You're up, up, Trev. It's It's the National League. Trev, let us know what happened in the National League. Four minutes, 13 seconds on the clock. Speak up. My people, we are starting in San Francisco where the Dodgers went into town. And guess what happened? What is you doing, baby? They get swept by the Giants. Let's go, San Francisco. 7-2 Giants, 3-2 Giants, 2-0 Giants. 
Uh, this one hurt for the Dodgers in a couple more ways. Also, Bueller exits the game. He's probably going to be out through August. Maybe we'll see him again in September. That one is tough. Game one, Junis. Five innings pitched, two earned runs. He's been really good for them. Unfortunately for them, the Giants, Junis also comes out of the game early. Uh, Luxman at 3-2 Giants in the fifth. It was all San Francisco after that. Roberts had an intentional walk, backfire. Peterson did the whole damn thing. Giants win game one, 7-2. Like I said, 3-2 Giants. Uh, they went with the opener bullpen day game two, and they did the damn thing. couple of bases loaded jams they got out of. That's uh, Garcia and Doval doing that. And then in game three, Rodon, six shutout innings, eight Ks. He hit 100 miles an hour for the first time. Uh, Slater and Yaz went deep in the first inning. That was all we needed. Um, we'll talk more about this series, but the Giants handled business. They sweep the Dodgers. Another sweep. We love sweeps. The Braves took on the Pirates in Atlanta, and of course they swept them because they're playing like ballers, and this one was a four-game sweep. 3-1, 4-2, 10-4, 5-3, all Braves. Freed goes six-inning pitch in game one. He wasn't that sharp, but he escaped some jams, had a sketchy-ass pickoff move on Key Brian Hayes. It was a balk, no doubt about it. Uh, Duvall kind of getting it going. He had the go-ahead RBI in the second. Uh, Dansby and Darno added on. Uh, Dansby some nice plays in that one as well. Uh, Schreider said, I'm your Huckleberry. He looks like Doc Holliday. That's Doc Holliday MF. For five and two-thirds shutout innings, eight Ks. Swanson had the go-ahead home run in the third inning. Jansen gets back-to-back saves. They really do. We'll talk way more about this series. Jansen had three saves in four games. You got to love that. Brave sweep. D-backs at Phillies. Phillies take two or three. They finally lose a game under Topper, but they won the first two, 7-5 and 4-0 before they got beat down 13-1 by the D-backs. Uh, Gibby goes six innings pitched, three earned runs. They got to Gallon, the, um, the Phillies did. Reese had a solar homer in the first, and he had an insurance solo shot in the seventh, um, and the Phillies scored five in the second inning in that game one wheeler game two six shutout innings bum gardner five innings pitch one earned run there was a bad uh, air there um this gets into eight and under eight and oh under topper nine and no uh with a streak and then they lose the last game 13 to one uh d-back score in six of nine innings dbd nice Phillies take two or three. Moving on, Brewers at Nationals. Nationals take two or three. I guess this is the Brewers. What is you doing, baby? They got to step it up. 11-5 Nationals, 8-6 Nationals, and then the Brewers won the last game 4-1. Peterson game one, two-run shot, and then a sack fly. He had three RBIs. Josh Bell had a three-run homer, and Kybert had another solo shot, and that opened it up in a six for the Nats. Every starter had a hit for the Nats in game one. Uh, Corbin, not so hot in game two, but Lauer was worse. Uh, Soto, Cruz, Bell, back-to-back-to-back homers in the fifth game two. And then in game three, it was all our guy Willie Adamas. Three RBIs with the two-run homers. Hader had a save. Kutch had a homer. But the Nationals take two of three from the Brew Crew. Reds at Cardinals. Cardinals take two of three. Good series for them. Two-nothing Cardinals, 5-4 Cardinals, and it was 7-6 Reds in that last game. Our guy, Palante, thirty starts seconds for them. left. Five and a third shutout innings. Uh, I praised him, and he gets the start. Goldie on Bay Street to 46 games, longest ever since Matt Holiday, 47 in 2015. Wainwright deals game two. 
And then uh, back and forth game for game three, 4-4 in the seventh for TJ. Amora Jr. and Fam put the Reds ahead. Uh, they win the series. And the last series we'll talk about, Rockies at Padres, a four-game series. And they split 9-0 Padres, 2-1 Padres, and 10 a walk-off with Machado scoring the game-winning run. And then Jake's Rock, 6-2, 4-2 to get the splits. And that, my friends, is what happened in the National League. Good job, Trev. Standings? The standings in the National League. You guys are going to really enjoy this. In the NL West, the Giants make up some ground with their sweep. They're three and a half back. The Dodgers... And the Padres are right on the Dodgers' arses. Tied in the win column. Half game back. In the Central, the Cardinals are in first place. The Brewers lose the rain. A question was, do you think these teams will go pole to pole? I think that's the first team to fall out since I posed that question. Like, it feels like six weeks ago. So this is the first big change. Brewers has been bad. First big change we had. Uh, the Cardinals are now in first bi- first place in the Central, and they're a half game up. The Mets lose ground in the East as the Braves are uh, on a tear. The Braves are now thirty four and twenty seven. Mets are forty and twenty two. Uh, they had a six and a half game lead. It drops to five and a half. So, Trevor, the story for me. Starts out east with those Atlanta Braves, winners of 11 straight. It wasn't a murderer's row uh, of a schedule, and they still have a couple winning series coming up, I believe. Mm -hmm. But anytime you could go on a win streak like this, it's obviously massive. The Braves are full-blown back in my head. Um, Dansby's putting together uh, a nice season. They're getting some great pitching performances. I talked to Peter Moylan a little bit this morning on Wake and Jake, and he says they're getting it from every part of the team, the bullpen, the starting pitching, the hitting, the defense, and that's how you go on a winning streak of that nature. Yeah, I would have started reverse Cron today, but you decided to go just right in the middle of East Coast here. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Braves did it. They had their rotation set up perfectly for a four-game set against the Pirates. They went Freed, Strider, Morton, Wright, Strider. Like I said, he has anyone made the Doc Holiday reference? No, I the- I have it up on screen in the office, and that's where I wanted to start, Trev. Did you pull that out of your ass mid-burn? Is this something that's been talked about on the internet streets? Uh, when you- I This was this morning doing research, making sure I had everything right. I just saw um, Strider strike a dude out. I think he had eight Ks, and he turned around, and I just, in my head, I was like, I'm your Huckleberry. Yeah, I mean, I have it up. They do look alike. It's an it's a really good pull by you. I don't know if BBD you have the camera show that if possible, but um, it is. That's a good nickname to have. Great character in Tombstone, which is an excellent movie for the youngins that haven't seen that. Go ahead and check that out. Love that movie. And I'm your Huckleberry is like one of the best movie quotes. So just, I was very happy with you. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, I mean, look, the the Braves just came out and did the damn thing. I think Peter's right. They did get um, a lot of a lot of positive things out of a lot of different players in this series. You know, freed the line, 16th pitch, one and run, looks really good, but he was in some jams. Uh, I wrote on there about the pickoff. I don't know if you guys saw that to keep Brian. It was a balk. My yeah. How do you get away with that? 
pretty illegal. And if Lefty you can shit, get away man. with that, you should do that every yeah. time someone's on first base. Let's call out the end of Pettit. Yeah. Um, yeah, they just they just did it all. And you said Swanson's having a good year. He made some nice defensive plays as well. Uh, Acuna back out in right field made a nice play. He um, he went down um, in the first inning of game three. It was a 3-1 pitch from Zach Thompson, a 3-1 slider down and away, and just fucking pulled it to left center for a homer. And you know, I we always talk about like, hey, pitchers, if you say you made a good pitch and a guy hit it for a homer, it's not a good pitch. This one actually was a good pitch. Like Acuna, I don't know how he put a uh, barrel on the ball, especially 3-1. Uh, but having him back is really big for them, especially being back in the outfield. Duvall is kind of getting it going. Uh, we talked a little bit earlier today at Baseball Day about like, are they going to make a move? If they do, what are they going to do? A lot of people have said outfield help. Michael Harris has been pretty good out there. You get uh, Rosario coming back from eye surgery soon. So maybe they don't even explore that option. I'm sure they'll check in to see what's out there, but uh, you could add a rotation piece as well, even though they have four like kind of starters that are doing well for them right now. Rays are kind of hot. Jansen, three saves in four nights. That's what you like. The one thing I'm seeing here, and then we, we got to move on to another team, but the Braves and the Pirates, and I get it's the Pirates. What I'm seeing is they had 10 Third place ba- Pirates. What's that? Third place Pirates. All right, I love it. Good, good. Go the Pirates. They have 10. The Braves had 10, sent 10 different players to the plate in this series. All 10 recorded at least one hit. All 10 recorded at least one extra base hit. All 10 recorded an RBI. Oh, sorry. Nine out of 10 had an RBI, and all 10 had at least one run scored. So only two of them, Dansby and Michael Harris, come away with a slash line that looks, uh, and, and Ronnie, good. But everyone seemingly contributed, so that's cool. That is basically what happened. They get the sweep. I'm going to choose where we're going next. Jake. Got to talk about the Doyers. Going up into San Francisco, taking three L's. Dave Roberts comes out, talks crap about the offense in the paper, saying guys need to have more team-oriented at-bats. But guess what? The Dodgers will be just fine. Even going through this, it was very, very good for the Giants to go ahead and get this, make up some ground. Last time they played the Dodgers was in in L.A., and they were kind of banged up, so they're getting more of their guys back. Uh, And this one was a little bit different um, of a game. Uh, A couple injuries. Uh, Longo had one the first game, but he ended up coming back on Sunday, so he kind of maybe avoided something there. But Junis, who's kind of stepped into rotation, been pretty good. Uh, What does it say for him? Ooh, grade two hamstring. That's that's four weeks. That's a month at least. Plus rehab starts. So that's that's tough for them. But Giants kind of just come out and did it. You know, they had some good pitching. Uh Rodon's finding another gear, which is kind of scary. 100, 100.2 was his fastest pitch. Um, he's just kind of nasty. And the same with the Giants. They kind of got it from a bunch of different people as well. Uh, Tyro Estrada. Made some nice defensive plays, too. That's your guy, Jake. I think he had a homer in this series as well. Bullet Tyro. Having himself Even game two, they went bullpen day and just kind of like that day they had a couple guys get a massive jams. There's two back-to-back innings where the Dodgers got bases loaded. Uh, uh, Garcia got a a ground ball double play, so he only needed seven pitches for three outs. That was nice. And then Doval escaped also a base loaded jam. 
Did Grove get in? I know that they, they called up Michael Grove. Uh, I don't have that on my notes. All right. Because I saw him in spring training once, and it was like nasty stuff. Looks like he did, and he got lit up. Mm. Thanks for bringing it up. Tough. Uh, Giants, they get some good efforts out of their bullpen this series. I, I think looking back at last year's Giants team, I, I do think that was part of what made the team special. They were first in ERA last year out of the bullpen. Uh, Jake McGee struggled. He gets a save in the Sunday game. Uh, he struggled earlier on this year. But, yeah, Duvall, McGee, Tyler Rogers, Dominic uh, Leone, my paisan, he's he's having a nice uh, a nice couple days out of, out of their bullpen. So um, if they can build off of that and, and get enough everywhere else, that's the Giants' formula. Good for them. I, I kind of called them out last episode uh, because they slipped up against the Rockies at home and then half-jokingly, half-not at the end of the Giants' talk, we said, hey, maybe they're just getting ready for the Dodgers. And they sweep them out of town. So uh, Padres nipping at their heels now for the Dodgers and some serious... I mean, Walker Bueller's been as consistent as a a good starting pitcher can be, uh, and now he's out of their rotation. So, Well, hasn't been consistent this year. Just more more Gonsolin, baby. Yeah, but you got... Even with the Dodgers losing Bueller, it's, it's insane the depth that they have. They still have Urias... Pitch into a two eight. Tyler Anderson pitch into a three oh seven. We know what Catterd is doing. One five mm. eight. They got Kershaw back two one two. I mean, they're still loaded in the pitching department. But this is a team that one thousand percent with this Bueller news is going to go out there and get somebody. And all those people that thought the Twins think they're going to get Montas or Castillo, the Dodgers are going to get one of these guys. They're going to get one of the marquee free agent pitchers just because they have the farm system to do it. Probably trade Michael Bottom Grove. Line. I heard they already uh, got Bum. Bumgarner, huh? They already have him. Think he's a Dodgers guy? <laughs> yeah, he seems like a Dodgers uh, guy. And they already know who they're going to flip him to for the last two years of his contract. Mm. So, wow. look out. Dodgers get swept. We did the Braves. Let's move Phillies. on. Phillies. Two out of three from Jake's D-backs. Most importantly, they win nine in a row, and then uh, Gibby pays the team to take a dive because he doesn't want to dress like Eno Saris. Yeah, I think we should just that's they should happen, even though they only won nine in a row. Shouldn't have made a ten. It was an error. They, they screw themselves with an error. Yeah, yeah. and, and uh, you know Jakey's snakes just went bullpen day on him. You don't know what to hit you, Nelson the Weaver to Smith. You're done. Go check out what Joe Mantiply is doing in that pen, okay? Yeah, and his and his numbers are like his other shit. His baseball savant's good, I think. But this should be more about the Phillies, IMO. Well, I mean, we didn't talk about Sean Poppin. Oh, what's Poppin's time? No, talk about the Phillies then. Trev, you're game Phillies. one. Game one, Reese had the homer in the first, and he had an insurance run in the seventh. Um, they had they scored five. In the second inning, and Marte had just tailor-made double play ball that he just zooed. Uh, a good note for the Diamondbacks, Varsho, your guy, Short King, had a three RBIs in that game. Uh, game two, uh, two hits. That was all that the Phillies really needed. It was a stop two-run homer, and then Castellanos had this, like, check swing double. Uh, or what, I don't know if it was a double. It had two RBIs on it down the right field line. It was like – it was a bunt. It was like a cricket swing a little bit, mm-hmm. kind of. 
Um, so that put on a nine game win streak. And then, yeah, the Dimebacks just took care of business in game three after there was like a Suarez comeback or threw it to Rio Muto. He zooted it. Another run came around. The Phillies never recovered from that. So taking two out of three, getting back in the race. This is what the Phillies needed. And we've been taught, I've been saying they have it in them all season long. It just, they didn't need a new manager apparently because managers make all the difference. I always talk about how much of a difference managers make on this show. Bryce Harper's numbers in this series are good, and his numbers in the season are nuts. He led the league in slugging in an OPS last year, and he currently leads the league in slugging in OPS right now. 316 batting average, 371 on base. Is he playing the field yet? Nope. Mm-mm. Not Is for a there while, any thought still. in Philly Nation, is that what it's called, in Philly world, Philly to be like, hey, let's just – I guess they need defense so bad. Is there any thought to, hey, let's just, like, this is what he's giving us? I don't think so. Okay. Bryson Stott. Stott. He said, Las Vegas is mine, Harper. It's mine, my city. Trying to tell you guys, last 11, 333, 395, one dot playing some shortstop in second base for the kid. It's a good baseball name, too. Bryson Stott. Yeah. I don't like Bryson, to yeah. be honest with Stott's you. Stott's good. Kind of a, it's kind of a sissy name. Oh. But Stott helps that out. Stott helps that out. Stott's tots. It's no offense to Bryson Stott. Felt like a little he bit. Probably knows he's got a sissy name. I, I, I got a sissy oh. name. Trevor's not like some manly name. Philly's back to 500. 30 and they 30. got over for one day, 30 and 30 right now. Go Phillies, go. Phillies Nation, right? Whatever that is. Phillies Universe, or is that Yankees Universe? Nationals take two of three from our brew crew, and our brew crew, brew, brew crew mm. have been brutal. Ooh. That's what I was saying. Trev. Still on them, though. In your uh, forgotten they could not get the brew crew hat, basically? I, I'm in it. Yeah, Josh Bell just, just beat down the brew crew, basically. Um Said in game one, him and Kybert had homers in the sixth to open it up. Uh, then game two, Soto and Cruz, along with Bell, back to back to back homers in the fifth. And that was interesting. Who was pitching? That was, uh, was that Lauer? Mm. Yeah, it was Lauer. He went heater top of the zone to Soto, like 96, homer. Change at bottom of the zone to Cruz, homer. Then he tried the old slide ball, slurve ball to Bell. He hung it, homer. That can't feel good as a pitcher to throw three different pitches all for home runs back to back to back. Um, your, our guy, Urias, game two, tried to make it a ball game. He had a two-run shot, uh, but the Nationals ended up closing it out. And then Brewers, you know, they got what they needed. Adamas, three RBIs. He had a two-run home run. Kutch had a solo homer. Hater got the save. That's more like it for the Brew crew. They are in you a can't full, be losing games like this. They're in a full blown funk, man. They're two and eight in their last ten, and that's the NL Central talk. I know we're coastal elitists here. Uh, the Cardinals have caught the Brewers just by like maintaining <laughs> the Brewer. The Cardinals have been five and five in their last ten, and they've gained three games uh, on the crew in that time because they're struggling. The whole NL Central in their last ten is struggling except the Cardinals at five and five. Um, yeah, the Brewers, man, they, like Jimmy said, who's going to get caught? All these teams look really good. Mets look dominant. Brewers look dominant. Dodgers have been dominant. And now <laughs> Dodgers are a half game up. 
uh, the Brew Crew got caught by the birds. I'm excited for this NL Central, man. Well, you know, teams. I've been I've been promised an offensive move. I've been promised an offensive move so far. The promise has not been fulfilled. And boy, they need it. Is Bronny coming back? Just tell us right now. Three, Bron two, skip my birthday, one. and I'm Ooh. pissed at him. He's in Aspen right now. Wow. wow. Oh, my god. He was leaving in the next the next morning following my birthday, and he said he didn't want to be too tired for his flight yeah, to well, you Aspen. Were, you were so tired, you forgot to suntan properly. I was banged up the next day. Anyways, moving on. Rockies at Padres. They split a series. They had one of those silly doubleheader games. Scheduled doubleheaders on Saturday. Of course, they split that. Um, first game, nine nothing Padres, just all Padres. Seven of the nine Padres starters had RBIs. Eight of nine had hits. Hosmer, what's he doing, baby? You didn't join in on the fun at all. And that's a tough one for hitters. You want to be happy for your team, but you're also sitting there twiddling your thumbs, being like, man, I didn't contribute whatsoever. He's fine. He's got a lot of money and a baby on the way, so he doesn't care. Um, game two, Grisham had the solo shot. Then Brendan Rogers, I have in uh, parentheses, hot. Mm. Uh, he tied the game in six with a double to right center really? field. Uh, Chris Matt, we like that dude. It's your guy. He's got he's got kind of a look going for him there. He gets a big double play in the seventh. And then extra innings, Colorado goes strikeout, ground out, pop up, and then Machado scores the winning run on a throwing air by catcher Elias Diaz. Mm. If you're my Padres, you would have loved to get one of the last two games in this series because you'd be on top of the NL West right now. You're right with the doubleheader. I, I think you shrug a little bit, but um, Brandon Rogers hot. He's gone full beard, right? It's, yeah. it's it's more like a yeah a manly like rugged like he looks like he should be in Colorado. But I agree like, with that. I agree. He's like following the um, Lockman look and all that, you know. Is it a mullet? Who knows? It could be. Uh, game four, which was kind of cool. Um, Rockies hold off. Kim, our guy, gets a homer rob. That would have tied the game. Jonathan Daza takes one back, but then Hosmer ends up tying it on a sack fly in the seventh, and then McMahon go ahead, two-run double in the eighth, and Bard gets the save. So that's a nice win for the Rockies there. Our guy, Bard. Bard's a nice guy. He likes you guys. Yeah. Oh, he likes Jimmy. I don't know if he likes Jake. He likes Jake. He might like you too. Padres, though, looking good. They get the split. Are they going to add? What are they going to add? I'm so curious. Who's going to make the first move? We need a move, my people. That's what I've been saying. There needs to be a June trade already. It doesn't need to be a big thing. It won't be a big thing. But just give me Something. Did we talk about uh, Reds Cardinals yet, or is that the last one we need to talk about? It's the last one we need to talk about. I mean, my dude Ashcraft, they're winning games he doesn't mm. even pitch well in. That's how good he is. He's so dang good. Cardinals win the first two games. Uh, I mentioned Goldie's on base streak. Did that end? Because in my notes, I have it at 46, and I think it might have ended. I do not know. I'll get on that. Someone, yeah, we got, we got a producer for that. Uh, Palante, he ends up going to the rotation. After I praised him a little bit, and Jake gave the every single team has a reliever that's lights out that you don't know his name. He was the guy for the Cardinals. Now they put him in the rotation. 
And that was kind of a fun game. I have that in my notes for Padres, or excuse me, for uh, Cardinals fans. You go Palante to Cabrera to Gallegos and Helsley. Look at that dude's numbers. I don't want to. It's filthy. Um, Wainwright does his damn thing again in game two. Edmund with a walk-off two-run homer. 2-1 slider down and in. Um, our guy Tyler O'Neill in that game, he had a sack fly, then a two-run double, but he gets picked off trying to steal third, and it was the spaghetti move. You can't get picked off on it. Nobody gets picked off on that. Didn't matter because Edmund saved him with the walk-off two-run homer. And then, yeah, the Reds, Ashcraft pitches, they get the win. Um, What happened in that game? This is back and forth all game uh, before the seventh. 4-4 in the seventh. Uh, TJ, Amar Jr. and fan, they put the Reds ahead. Juan Yepes, young guy, a lot of St. Louis Cardinals, young guys stepping up. He gets the game within one in the ninth, and then Alexis Diaz, he gets Poole swinging, nasty swing uh, to end the game. And then in our notes also, Flaherty will make his third rehab start on Wednesday. They should have him back, and that rotation all of a sudden is looking fortified. It's a good word. Yes. Good That's stuff. Yeah, guys. Alexis Diaz, closing games for the Reds. He's Edwin Diaz's brother. Two yeah, closers. Diaz, nice little uh, series, too. Closing brothers. Rogers. What about Brendan Rogers? Are the Rogers closing brothers as well? Uh, I don't think. At times, have they been? Like, at times. At times. At times. I want to ask, uh, we're going to move on, but Brandon Murphy in the chat said, Palante only started because they're missing starters. I read differently. Cardinals fans, please let me know what's going on there. Is he going to be in the rotation out of like a Hicks type of guy, or was that just a spot start? Because he went four and something innings, didn't he? We trust our Cardinals information from Katie Wu. Five and a third shutout innings. That's not, that's a, that's a start. That's not a bullpen day. So, well, it could have been spot start. If you have a guy go five and a third, then that means he's going to be in the rotation. A spot start, like a bullpen day, you might go two innings, 50 pitches maybe. Sound off in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway, that brings us up to the 25-minute mark, which means we got to pivot to the American League, where Jake's going to tell us everything that happened. You ready? Holy smokes, we are starting out in Trevor's Chi-Town Fire, Tony. The White Sox, we're going to open up with a pair of openers. That's how both teams started this series. White Sox win 8-3. Are the White Sox, are they making the turn? They start out the next game, they go up 5-0. These White Sox, these White Sox. Oh, no, they end up blowing it. The Rangers score four in the 10th. Bunos, Cantos, and the holy smokes were chanting fire. Tony, how about it? The Rangers, they win the next game, two in extra innings, eight to six. The final play of the game, Louis Robert overslides third and gets tagged. Oh, you hate to see really? that. Kopech, he exits with injury as Lance Lynn is making his season debut tonight, Jimbo. Fire it up for daddy. Uh, Rangers take two out of three, and they are 
second place in the AL West, Hearn Hunt. Jesus Christ. Trevor Plouffe's Minnesota Twins. They hosted BBD's Tampa Bay Rays. And the Twins win two out of three versus the Rays. How about it? Game one, whoever smelts it, delts it. Smelzer with six innings, three earned run. Byron Buxton, he's packed. Two homers, including the go-ahead one. Some sloppy Rays defense, some unearned runs in that first game. The second game, Shane Boz. He gets hits around. His dad is jacked. Everyone kept tagging me in the post with his dad because his dad's so jacked. Wish I was lying about any part of that. Can we talk about Luis Arise a little more, Trev? Now that he's hitting ding-dongs, holy smoke. Go ahead, grand slam for him. Rays salvage the last day. Springs with five shutty innings. Royce Lewis, man, top prospect. He's going on undergoing season-ending surgery. Second ACL tear for the athletic kid. That sucks butts. Zanino to the aisle for the Rays. The Blue Jays, they take two out of three from the Tigers. And that's obvious. They take game one. Berrios, eight innings, one earned run. The Jays went up early with a bunch of ding-dongs, including a Springer dinger. Vladito, he's starting to get it going. He had a tough May, people, but now he's bouncing back, uh, including the go-ahead homer in the final game as chicken strips. Ross Stripling goes six shut piece. Also, Gabriel Moreno. Some people are calling him the talking Jake of the talking baseball crew after that picture he took with Miguel Cabrera, a.k.a. Trev. He gets his first base hit, maybe the first of many for him, but if Frisky... Risky got his first major league win as the Tigers take the meat game of the bread series. Red Sox Mariners out on the left coast. Jim said he watched some of this. You might see some of it in the Weekly Dumb. Little teaser. No, I didn't watch this. Little teaser. Well, Weekly Dumb, we watched some of that this morning, Jim. Red Sox take game one. Four to three. Dick Mountain. Uh, no starter goes into the fifth inning or past the fifth, excuse me. Bobby Dahlbeck hits a go-ahead run. Home run. Get familiar with that phrase because the next night, Bobby Dahlbeck hits a go-ahead home run in the ninth. Oh, these Red Sox have left the station. Not so fast, my friend. Toro ties it up with an RBI, and the Mariners get a 7-6 victory. But then on Sunday... Crawford versus Ray. Robbie Ray goes seven shutout. How about it, Mariners? But he comes out in Rafael Devers with the two-run homer to essentially win the game. Rob Snyder with a great catch in this game. How about it? Guardians take three out of four. They are over 500. They take three out of four against the Athletics at home, which you're supposed to do that. Big starts out of Quantrill. Loriano screams at everyone. That was fun, and that gets the Athletics their only win. Orioles and Royals split for uh, a guy named Heasley had seven shutout innings. He's new to my book, Oklahoma State Go Pokes. Mm. Good job. Mid. Decent job. For, mid. Mid. for Monday. For, for Trevor, for, like for 10 Mon- out of 10. For, for Monday episodes. You didn't even do it guys. Didn't even do it right. <laughs> Didn't even do it where right. Where should we start, James? Because we can't let Jacob. You do the standings first. I'll decide where we start. Okay. That seems fair. Fair. Seems fair. And the standings are as such. 
In the American League West, as Jake said, the Rangers are now in second place, eight and a half games back behind the Houston Astros, who had a nine-game lead. Now it's eight and a half. Whoop-de-doo. In the Central, the Twins stay three games ahead of the Guardians. Nothing, no movement. And in the East, we haven't talked about the Yankees yet, but everyone else... Mm, lost ground to the Yankees. Wow. The Rays went from seven games back to nine games back. And Toronto went from seven and a half games back to eight and a half games back. But Toronto jumped the Rays and are now in second place. Yeah. I tell you what, we got some division leaders in the, uh, the league right now. Okay. I moved eight and a half game lead. Eight and a half game lead. That's it. That's the two of them. So it's just that's just the two of them. So the Astros and the Yankees, big leads. Oh boy. Where do you want to start, Trev? I was gonna start with the bottom series since we didn't talk about that at all. But I actually want to get to you it. Doing, I baby, got to it. To it's the Orioles and the Royals. White Sox. Yeah, it seems like that's where you got to start. Permission to Congrats start there, to the then? Rangers. Congrats to the Rangers. Oh, you said they're in second place in the AL West now. Nobody saw that coming. So, hey, you kind of got to give them a little bit of props to our guy, Jonah Heim, who's just a beast of a man. So where are you starting? So where are we starting? Rangers White Sox. All right, Jake, what happened? Jake, what do you got to tell us about this? So this made some national baseball news with the fire mm. Tony Funny business, especially doesn't help when the Phillies fire their manager and they reel off nine straight wins. Um, man, this White Sox season has just felt so droll. Uh, <laughs> there's never been momentum. Thank you, Trevor. That was a good word. Um, and now, I mean, Lance Lynn comes back, which, hey, A, that's a stud starting pitcher. B, maybe it's some of the chutzpah they're looking for. But at the same time, you know, Kopech leaves game three with some knee stuff. It doesn't look like there's structural damage. But it just seems like the injury train has always been cycling. Uh, and they can't win enough series to get it going. I mean, they... The Braves, it was exciting that they got it going. It was about damn time. The White Sox, it just seems like they've constantly been a couple games under five hundred. If I had to place a bet, do I think at some point this team is talented enough to get their 8, 9, 10-game win streak to to be a part of this season? Yes, but they just haven't been up until this point. And there's the defense has been bad at times. The Louis Robber play to end the game as he slides off the bag. That's brutal. I don't know, man. I, I Like, energy is a real thing, and the White Sox haven't had the good juju all year. The pitching situation is pretty brutal here. They win the first game on like it was an opener day, but a bulk day. Davis Martin gets a lot of it. Um, they blow the save and then make up for that. But then Giolito gives them five innings pitch. It goes uh, how many, 10 innings. So you use a bunch of relievers. And then in game three, Kopech gets hurt. Doesn't even finish the first inning. You already got a pretty beat up pen. And now you have to go that game. What, what 12 innings. Now you have to go tw- uh, 11 plus with your bullpen. So, and they almost 
hung in there to, you know, battling. So in a way, I don't know. The bullpen-wise and the pitching-wise, that's a tough task to win a series when that's the situation. The injury and the extra innings and a bull opener. Starting opener, then going extra innings, then going injury, extra innings. That sucks. The fire Tony chance, I'm okay with them. I never liked the hire to begin with, but I, I'm not going to put this all on, on Tony La Russa. He's made some questionable decisions, no doubt. We talked about that a bunch last week. Uh, but the injury bug is, is, is crazy. And actually for both of these teams, the series – we're happy to get Lynn back. Kopech, I think they said, like, escaped. It's not like a big deal. He might even make his next start, so that would be huge for them. Tim Anderson's starting his rehab assignment, so he should be back soon. Grandal on his hammy exits. It's like, dude, it's kind of like never-ending uh, for Chicago, uh, but they got to figure it out. There's still 100 games left. Uh, someone in the chat asked me, what's the level of confidence I have in the White Sox turning around? I don't really know. I, I've been confident all, all year, uh, but I came to the realization today on Baseball Today that last year, Minnesota was supposed to run away with the division and they stunk and the White Sox went and, run, and ran away with the division. This year, White Sox were supposed to run away with the division. They've stunk and the Twins are kind of running away with the division a little bit. So we will see. I still believe like overall the roster is there. They've been making some bonehead plays that Luis Robert play. Not good. Doesn't matter if you like he slid off the bag, but you, his run didn't mean anything. They were down two runs. So to like go and try to take third base right in front of that sexy man, Charlie Culberson, he's going to throw you out every time. Every time. Just looked at him and threw him out, basically. Uh, but the Rangers also had some injuries themselves. Eli White, he's been really good for them. He had to exit game three. And then a bunch of COVID dudes. Uh, I'm interested in the Rangers. Are you guys interested in them at, at all? Like uh, Aspects. Them? Yeah, aspects. I'm interested. I feel uh, I'm upset. Uh, that Martin Perez got got for 12 hits, six earned runs. He was having a just awesome, awesome season. He still is. I think he's going to get traded. But I don't we know. We said 500 would be I great for them. They're three games under 500. I should take that back. I don't know his contract. If he's gotten multiple years and probably not. But I think that's something for him. He's having like an amazing year. They've got a uh, Texas has Houston coming up. Uh, so that will be interesting, as it always is. Their Texas still isn't blowing people away in any aspect. Uh, pitching, starting pitching their bullpen. Yeah, it's, a, actually. It's, it's Martin Perez's walk here. They should definitely trade him if he's got value. It just depends the Rangers' actual goals for this season. I, they started calling up some young guys. Zeke Duran, he was a part of the Joey Gallo uh, trade. He had a big homer in this series. Um, you know, uh, one of the big questions is going to be Jack Leiter. Uh, you know, the... Top draft pick, will he get a call at some some point this year? If you hang around 500 with these new expanded playoffs, uh, does that make you think you're involved in in the final two months of a chase? And then that ties into a Martin Perez situation when we get towards the deadline. Um, but no, Martin Perez, John Gray, and Dane Dunning, who knows what Army's throwing with, but those, those guys are giving them Right. Some pretty good starting pitching performances this year. Right now, they're three three games out of the second wild card, the Rangers. So maybe. And they had a pretty bad first month, if I remember. I, I think they're playing a better brand of baseball. Simeon's starting to go, which it was, it was about time. 500 ball for the Rangers this year, yes or no? Mm, just under. Green. 
that's a yes or is that like yeah, green yes. double zero like double neither. zero exact exacto ball 81 and 81 okay um raise twins mm. yeah let's go to the twins i want to talk about Luis arise like jake said he deserves a lot more mentions he is leading the league in batting average right now and on base percentage and they're having fun flipping them like i said last episode they're flipping them to the leadoff against righties and now he's hitting home runs in that position he's got two leadoff home runs now so I mean, just know about him, I guess. Mm. Kind of crazy. Yeah, I hope I hope he makes his way to the All-Star game this year. He's been just absolutely on fire. Um, they've talked about him for a long time, about his uh, bat-to-ball skills. It's on display all the time. Uh, fun. I don't want to call him an old-school hitter. He's just a hitter, dude. You know, he can hit bombs. He just did. Grand slam. Way to go. Buxton hits two more, right? So he's got four in the last two series, so he's going he off. He was slumping. He was slumping, too, so it's nice to see him getting him back. And Correa has a really good series as well. Arise, I I was a year early on him. I, I had him in some of my hot takes going into last year. I thought he could be a batting title guy. He's just got a special bat-to-ball skill that only a few players in Major League Baseball do. And it's not necessarily a homer swing. He'll run into a couple, as he has the last couple series. But he does have a double swing, which I think I think that is very important if you're one of those contact-only guys. Um, he doesn't have a ton on the year, but when you're hitting 359, it doesn't really matter. 25 walks, 18 strikeouts for a rise. That dude is a problem. Um, and, yeah, when Buck Daddy starts going like this, I love me some twins, baby. They're they're gonna be in it the whole way, Trev. Luis Arias playing first base is yeah. really just funny to me. What yeah. what is he listed at? Hold on, let's get this. Listed 5'10, 175. Oh, okay. He's 5'9. Yeah, 5'8 and three quarters. 5'8 and three quarters. That's tough, man, for an infielder to be looking over there at that. Yeah. And I, I tell people this all the time. It's not an easy position to play. You think you could just throw anybody over there, but um, just keep it low. Playing first. Keep it and low. now talking about twins. Great job. They're doing the damn thing. They've also dealt with a ton of injuries this year. So if you mention the white Sox injuries, you have to mention the twins at uh, pitching injuries they've gone through and they're still doing it. So you have to mention that, but now this whole Carlos Correa situation mm. gets way more interesting with the Royce Lewis news is Royce Lewis is the heir apparent there. And if Carlos comes for one year, okay, we wish you'd stay for longer Carlos, but we're fine. We got a guy to come do it. They got to figure out a way now, right? You got to figure out a way to keep Carlos. Yeah. I mean, you guys not follow along with what's going on here. I don't understand. You guys are looking at me like I'm an idiot. They can't do anything, but hope he opts in. What are they going to do? Yeah. Try to offer him more at the back end. I don't know. I don't know. It's either Correa gets hurt, has a bad year, and he goes back to the Twins on that contract, or he has a good year and he's going back to free agency. Like that's the book's already kind of well. He's yeah, I know, but he has said he likes playing in Minnesota. Whether that's a, I mean, he doesn't have to say that at all. He has to say that at all. Why? What's he going to say? I I hate it here. This place is miserable. Can't wait to get out. You just don't have to say anything. Okay, if you're 100% planning on leaving, you don't have to say anything. But if you're in the middle of that 
contract where you control everything. Right. You don't have to say, I love playing here. I like to be here long term. But why would you, you why that. would you put yourself in the situation? Why would he say, like, yeah, if I'm the probably twin, if I'm the probably twins came and gave him money, they extended the contract, and then you can guarantee the first maybe they can say, We'll extend you and we'll guarantee we'll just guarantee the first two years for our sake, the next two years for our sake, then we'll put in some more opt-outs for you, whatever it is. They could do that. Same guy that hired Boris in the middle of his free agency. I'm saying the twins, it is a big time. They got to figure something out there. Boris doesn't get paid on that. He wants to get paid on his own. Why wouldn't he get paid on that? Because the other, the other agency gets, has gets splits it with Boris. If he opts out and gets a new contract, Boris gets all of his percentage, even an extension. I don't know. Not really sure. Well, Extension maybe, but if he opts in, that's what I'm saying. I'm hoping they, I don't know what the twins can do. I have no idea what they can do except extend him. Try to convince him to stay because like I said, that's your guy. Royce Lewis is your guy. He came up and filled in really nice for him while Carlos Correa was out. And now, I mean, back to back ACLs. I'd like to talk to that surgeon. Mm. Okay. Next I'm up. just kidding. That's not his fault. Or maybe it is. I don't know. <laughs> On the Rays side of things, they're starting pitching Shane Boz and, and Rasmussen both get got a little Jake. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> The Rays are going to raise sometimes. I mean, Boz, big time prospect, and and he's he's had some good. I I don't know what to do with this one. I'd ask I'd ask Rays fans to sound off in the comments. Uh, Springs has a good start. Rasmussen, I mean, he's he's been having a good year. And hey, maybe we deserve to give these Twins some credit. They just got to the Yankees starting pitching, who hadn't been gotten to all year. Like these these Twins are second best offense in the AL. Their hitting is very real. So. Um, and apparently, especially off starting pitching. So, um, I, I mean, at this point, it's kind of kudos to the Twins. They've they've been running running the AL Central since very like second week of the season. They clipped up the Yankees starting pitching that was literally untouchable, and and they get to two of the three race starters. And the Rays hitting has been good. I mean, I feel like I see in Randy highlights every single day. Electric. That's why. And uh, it looks like Manny Margot had a good series and Videl Buffon. Mm. How'd you say that? Mm. I hate to see Taylor Walls struggle because I have decided I don't. I want to root against him. Right, but that's only fun if he's good. But I think he's like Kiermaier style. Like I don't think his hitting stats are gonna be good. But when he does, you're gonna know about it. Okay. Like the walk-off home run off the foul pole. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Okay. He's a moments guy. Yes. Damn. They already have a moments guy there. That's Margot. Well, and, he's, he's, a, he's, a non, he's nonstop. Yeah. He's nonstop moments. Twins uh, raise the raise. Ooh. Gotta love that. Oh, hey. Blue Jays took two out of three from the Tigers. How'd the Tigers win the game? Bo? Bo Brisky. So we had Bo versus Bo in that game. Who outbowed? The Bo battle. That's uh, that's some Jimmy lytics in that one. Um, yeah, and, uh, if you're the Jays, you're kicking yourself a little bit because that the game they lost in this series was Gossman Day, um, and there was one un- unearned run there. Uh, shout out to our uh, Tigers bullpen, which has been good all year. Uh, Blue Jays though, uh, they're starting to get back to to Blue Jays baseball. They're gonna mash. Uh, they were up six, six nothing in the first game, and then uh, Vladdy starting to go again this month. He he hits Homer. He had a really bad May. I was, oh. I was surprised. The uh, shed outboat him. 
Two for two for three with two singles. Oh. So this is gentle. Well, Bo got his first major league win. So which Bo won? Uh, well, Bo won the game, but Bo won the battle. But slightly, he he was delicate with it. Just two singles. So, how do they spell Bo? They spell it different ways. Yeah, Bichette is B O, and the other one is B E A U. Yeah. Is there an X in that one though? No X. Mm. Kind of like the X. Well, his last name is Brisky, so it's a cool name. Uh, speaking of a cool name, Jose Barrios, back-to-back mm. good starts. I know what you guys are going to say. It was against the AL Central, though. Uh, he goes no, I seven innings pitch, two earned runs against the Twins, who just you know decimated the Yankees starting pitching, then the bullpen, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, and then against Detroit, eight innings pitched, one earned run, only five hits. So that's good. That's nice to see if you're a Blue Jays fan. You love seeing Barrios kind of get back on it. Barrios. I can roll my R's. Don't worry about uh, that. Have the Tigers gotten to a starting pitcher? Mm. Serious question. Not really, man. Yeah. Have they gotten to a starting Very pitcher? Cool. I, I'd assume they have. At some point. I mean, like of late. Because I, I think if you... I think everyone's like six pitches, six innings pitch, one and run. Like, okay. This series, there was all that way. I'm going to check last series because I think that if you want a good start, like you're begging the Tigers to come to town. I think if they get any runs, it's off the off relief pitchers. They got Bailey over six innings, five earned. Damn. They say Tigers got to Cole. That's what Gavin Grossman, that must be Robbie's brother, saying. But that was like a month ago. I'm talking of, of recent. Mitch Keller, six innings pitch, one run versus the Tigers. Someone said in the chat that Barrios got the home run jacket. That's nice. Uh, I don't know about that. They got never let, a pitcher, never let a pitcher touch the home run jacket. Yeah. Ever. Okay. All right. Um... Good job by the Blue Jays. Red Sox take two out of three for the Mariners. How about that? Yes. Mariners are winning series. Red Sox are winning series. Uh, Red Sox are in the wild card race right now. They have it. Yeah, the Red the Red Sox they add another little notch to their belt as as they sneak away from from that five hundred line, uh, and they didn't really hit this series, uh, which you know I've been I've been asking them to do and make their team identity, but. Uh, this Sunday game, I mean, your zero's on the board until Devis it hits the two-run homer to to win the game and win the series, which which is pretty badass. Good fight by the Mariners uh, down to their last strike in that second game. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, two teams that you have circled as, like, need to keep winning series. Um, and the Red Sox, hey, 32-29 and 29 from where they were. I think they're nine and two this month. Like have have yourself a June Red Sox, and you're gonna you're gonna make the dance. They relied on their bullpen a lot. Looks like uh, Hill and Waka didn't get out of the fifth, and Cutter Crawford didn't start the sixth, even though he had only given up one hit, four walks. See so about Cutter Crawford here. So you got a lot of they used a lot of bullpen for one plus. Evolved and they did well. Both on the fifteen day IL. That's tough. For the Red Sox. You know who else? Tough series for Bobby Dahlbeck. Mm. You want to know why? Why? Yeah, he hits the two homers. 
but you're on the road. You have to go ahead at home run in the ninth. And you're like, I'm going to feel myself all night. I'm going to go to dinner, maybe in Seattle, go to a nice sushi spot. And Toro ties it and they walk it off. And all of a sudden you just hit a homer in the game. This doesn't matter what you did. Like you're yeah. not the hero. Zero. Hero to zero. It's tough. Jake Storielli's story. He's so mm-hmm. mad at the bullpen. You're so mad at the bullpen when that happens. Shit. You remember a pitcher that did that to you? Name a pitcher on the 2015-16 Twins. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, come on, Trev. Trevor Plouffe. <laughs> probably, probably Tyler Duffy. Uh, friend. Okay. Guardians take three out of four from the A's. I will say my interest in these two teams is waning, especially the A's. Uh, Guardians, that's actually a lie. I I, want to keep up with the Guardians and their pitching staff. The A's, I know they have new names. I asked about a guy uh, today before the show, and you guys said that's an A's pitcher, and I I didn't have the heart to look it up. And I look up almost everything. You like his picture. I just don't. Blackburn is, he's been an ace pitcher for a while now. Look at his picture. Yeah, but A's every year have a guy who like fully breaks out and has an ERA in the twos, and you're just like, how did this happen? And Blackburn's their guy. And Jimmy, look at his picture on baseball reference. Wow. I'm looking at it. Okay. Just kind of, I mean, it looks just like an A. What? So did you know, did we get any lip reading on Loriano? He was just saying like, Wake the fuck up or something like that in the dugout. What was going on there? Well, I didn't see that. I think there was some, oh, yeah. some MFs in there. Yeah, we. Uh, I don't think you need the full John Boy skill set. Um, but, yeah, I mean, pretty badass that he does it and they come back that, that inning. Um, and then he hits a homer the next day, like a leadoff homer the next day. I love Loriano. You know, just relax a little bit, Ramon. I don't know. You're on the A's. I'm sorry. I'm mentally so excited for him to get traded to a contender. I need it to happen. Um, and then the guardians, Jim, you, you know, I've, no one's been tougher on them than me. And it's been a weird mixed pot of emotions. Cause I love me some young ball players, but I hate their front office a little bit and they are above 500. They're three games back of the twins, dude. Like the guardians are going to be in this dance the whole season. I love that. And I like that sticks at another good start. What's his three Oh nine ERA? right. Let's fucking go. Let's go. Tristan. Yes. Did you guys see please X play too that he made? Yeah. Yeah. I don't give pitchers credit very often. Yeah. That was a nice play. That's what gets it, that play, that caliber. And I don't think, I don't, This he seems spacey, you know, when you hear please act talk, seems a little spacey out there. I, I've seen him kind of all over the place lately. He was on intentional talk, I saw, kind of out there. But that play, I mean, kind of nonchalant about it too. Just made it, ran back in the dugout, then kind of felt himself. But he's two outs, first and watch. third. It was nice. He's like frowning as he's coming back in the dugout. Little, little fizz face. Dude, the fact that he lands it and just does the no look is pretty badass. Good play. Are the Guardians the new A's where like you don't expect them to do a lot, but then they kind of show up? No, I think I think in our PPP on them, I was saying like I think they could be a, they could still be good. Well, we knew the pitching is good. Yeah. And they came out like gangbusters offensively at the beginning of the season. That cooled a little bit, but maybe they're getting it going again. I, I'll be honest with you. I haven't watched a ton of Guardians baseball. You know, when I have to research, I research. Well, did you watch Kramer versus Keller? Orioles. Mm. Orioles. Yep. Royals. Yes. Last game. I did. I, I did. No, I didn't. Oh. <laughs> a liar. I lied about it. He, my guy Heasley deserves a shout out. Okay, state. 
He's actually a young guy who's had a couple couple good outings in his career. Bobby Witt Jr.'s been good for the last month and a half now. If you butter knife his stats in that time period, he's got an OPS in the mid-8s. But, yeah, man, I, I, don't, I don't have the heart for this. A four-game split between these two right now. Sorry. We got some guys. So the Orioles, are they can nice. be fun. Like, it's Mullins. Are they going to trade him? What are they going to do with him? Mancini's on the block. I've been hearing. And on the other side, Benintendi. I think they're going to be some players exiting these teams. And, I don't know, they got some, some – sometimes they're fun to watch. I love I – mean, Bobby Witt Jr., man. Like him. give that guy what another give him a year and a half from now like the rest of this year the rest of next year what's that going to put us at twenty twenty four my goodness where's the time gone he's going to be a bona fide star like watch the guy's actions and like everything that he does on the field it's it's it is going to work he's going to be a guy guy there's just no doubt about it you, can't, you can't look at a guy and tell me he can't be. Adley Rushman had his first three-hit game, so his numbers look uh, good there. Two doubles. I will say this about the Orioles. I'm excited to play that when the Yankees play them. Not because I think they're easy wins, because I, I think the Orioles are pesky, but I do their offense is a fun brand of baseball, in my opinion. But I don't choose them as a game to watch when I'm looking for non-Yankees games. Trev, your guy in every bullpen that you don't know? Orioles, Sionel Perez, 19.1 innings, a 0.93 ERA this year. And boy, does he have a look to him. My guy. My guy. All right. We got to go to the IL. Time's up. 25 Who's minutes and struck. I'll do it. I'll do the IL. It's brought to you by DraftKings because there's some teams in the IL that if you want to bet on them, bet on them. They do a lot of winning in this IL recap. There's a couple of them that are first place. And winners. So you can go to download. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOHNBOYBET. Just $5 and get $150 in free bets no matter what happens on the field. That's promo code JOHNBOY at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. MLB trademarks used with Permission. Here we go. We had three series in the IL, and they go like this. The Cubs came to New York City and got swept. Game one went extras. It went 13 innings. They set the record, Trev, for most runners stranded for worst production with runners on base in the history of baseball. It was like 0 for 33 until Jose Trevino steps to the plate and gets the walk-off hit on his son's birthday. Cubbies use Miley, he gets hurt, and then they use like all their relievers that are good and they pitch well, which leaves them with Swarmer in game two, a rookie making his second ever start, and they need all the bullets they can get. And it's sad because he gets stuck out there. He's just giving up homer after homer after homer. Six solo shots. Yankees win 8 nothing, And then they go to Keegan Thompson in game three. And the Yankees destroy him as well. They win game three 18-4. Our dude Happer had a homer, had a triple, had himself a little series. Carpenter's a fun story from the Yanks. Montgomery goes seven shutout. They just hit a lot of home runs. 
The Mets and the Angels played three games. The Mets took the bread games. McGill pitched in game one. I didn't fully realize his name isn't Tyler, but Tyler, and I'm out on the big trip. That's bullshit, and your parents are rude. He pitched decent. The Mets win. It's like a back-and-forth game for a little bit, and they got it going. Uh, Angels win game two with Lorenzen and Carrasco. That's a high-scoring affair, 11-6. Shohei Otani. He hits. And then the Mets win game three. It was Sunday night baseball. Four to one with Taiwan Walker pitching, and they needed him to have a good start. And he did. Struck out 10. How about that? The Marlins and the Astros played three games. Marlins game one, game one, and game two. So the Astros have had a bad homestand. They just lost to the Mariners, and then they lost to the Marlins at home, a team who's usually very good at home. Verlander saves the sweep. He pitches pretty well. Actually, he pitched well for six innings and then got got for four runs in the seventh inning, making a one-run game. But Altuve hits a three-run homer in the eighth to win it for the Astros. Framber caught a comebracker. Framber caught a comebracker with his small glove, and that was fun. Jazz and Jesus hit two home runs each in game one as the Marlins win. Oh, and fucking Austin Dio at playing second base is awesome. It is a good time. And that's what happened in interleague play. You had three first-place teams here, guys. You had the Yankees, you had the Mets, and you had the Astros. Astros the only team to not win the series. Yep. The Angels, if you want to start there, I guess, the Angels got... uh, they got Rendon back, Trout's back and hitting, Shohei hit some home runs, Nevin's the manager, they won a game, um, it's Tyler. That gets you, I'm huh? in on Tyler, it's yeah. better than, Tyler and Trevor are kind of sissy names, Tyler, you could either be like, it's a lore, like a story-ish type thing, or Lord. I'm out on it. Like a Lord. Not into it. My halos, uh, to get out of this skid, you got to win a series. They had a chance. Sunday night baseball, it didn't happen. Man, they're going on off day, need that. Uh, And then they're playing two against the Dodgers, who they just got swept, and they're feeling angsty. And then they're playing five up at Seattle. So uh, the Mariners, or halos, Really needs to win that five-gamer. And the other team is going to be sitting there at the end of June like, we're a bunch of games under five hundred. What is we doing, baby? So, I think the Angels would be better as they get more hole. Uh, Shohei and Trout played two games in this series. Walsh and Marsh got it going. Uh, they both played all three and had a good series. So, I mean, their lineup's been pretty weird. I know they were bad before the lineup and they've lost games many different ways but i think you know these last two games they had marsh trout rendon uh otani they got walsh going again so it's starting to look back to right they had a couple games there lagarus leading off mm. Duffy leading off it was it was weird so hopefully trout shohei walsh marsh you get uh Ward back. Is he ever coming back? What I don't know what's going on with Ward, but get him back too. Trout Need 2. that. 0. 
Yeah. For the Mets, they keep uh, winning, man. They are, uh, man, they're they're getting big hits, clutch hits, fun hits. They're kind of kind of fun to watch. They don't go away. The Mets are doing the damn thing, even in the face of you know a resurgent Braves, a resurgent Phillies. I am worried about the Braves, but I, the Mets are good. Mets are good. Yeah, that's 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 kind of how I feel. Like they have established enough of a lead to probably hold everybody off. I, the one team that could give them a run is the Braves. Maybe that's a little bit of recency bias because they look really good uh, this weekend. But the Mets have done it all year long with injuries and everything. It's just it seems like they're built a little diffy, as Jake likes to say. Um. Toughness. I mean, they they had a a good West Coast trip. Yeah, I mean, that's five and five on the West Coast trip. They don't have another one on the year. That's exciting for the Mets players. That's exciting for Mets fans. No more late nights. Uh, go check out Shea Station with Jerry and Jolly. Oh, we love J names. Um, yeah, no, nothing to say. Taiwan Walker gets his ERA down to three hundred eight. Um, after like a bumpier start against the Padres, so that's good. I'm happy there. And that was the name when when Scherzer went down. He was kind of the guy that had to step up, and he has. So that's you know when you're having one of those beautiful winning seasons, those are those are the puzzle pieces that come together. I was I was looking at Alonzo's uh, numbers because every time I look up, it seems like he's having a great game. He's having a great season. Yeah. 284, 362, 559. He's got a 921 OPS. He's got 18 homers already. I'm on. I told you guys this. I am I am now a Pete Alonzo fan. After many uh years of sitting on the fence, not knowing what to think, I'm an Alonzo guy now. I just am. Bold on the baseball reference. How about homers and RBI? That's yeah. a pretty good and place intentional to be. walks. And intentional walks. You're right. The Marlins, uh, yeah. Huh? I was going to pick. We skip the Yankees series. We're not talking about that. Well, we can do it at the end. I think the Astros Marlins is okay. Two the Astros are starting to win. They had their little speech. Jazz Chisholm comes out. The Marlins. the Marlins, sorry. Jazz Chisholm comes out, hits two home runs in, in game one. Uh, I mean, he's fun to watch with a new perspective. And Jesus Aguilar is like a rock, man. He's hitting bombs. Both their home runs were Jazz's second home run was very impressive, in my opinion, Trev. I'd like to get your opinion if you can see it. Mm. It's a three-two pitch outside that he roped. Jesus got some hangers that he banged, um, but the Marlins play good defense. But the Osadio at second was hilarious. Um, other than that, they make a lot of plays. Pablo Lopez takes a comebacker to the wrist. I don't and and had to exit the game. I'm not sure the news on that. I hope he's okay because his season is going. On track to start, so that's good. I didn't want to lose Martin Perez and Pablo. Mm. We didn't lose Martin Perez. He just had a bad start. Um, and then Braxton Garrett, 75% strike rate with the slider. Oh. Got the Astros down. Astros in game two had, like, runners on constantly and couldn't convert. I don't know the numbers, but it seemed that way. But, yeah, the what Astros the on a little bit of a slide here. What's that? What are the Marlins going to do with all that pitching? Hoard it. They're gonna punch That's air because they're in they're in a brutal division. I mean, now look what happened. Like the Phillies are hit the go button. The Braves hit two go buttons. The Mets. What do they have? Like three go buttons? 
And the Marlins, I mean, they're seven and three in their last ten. It, it, I, could the Marlins be competitive in the NL Central? Like, if we were more sports talk radio and needed to kill an hour, I think we could do that. Um, but yeah, man, I. It's just it's kind of brutal. A nice win at Houston. They play the Phillies now. That'll be fun, actually. <laughs> one one of those teams will get their balloon popped. I'm searching on Twitter Astros homestand, right? Because I want to know. How often have they lost a homestand? I got to say not that often. Right? They're a team that... I mean, that 2020 season when they weren't good, there's probably homestands there that they they didn't do well in. And you're not allowed to talk about 2017 through 2019 at home. Right. Can't. Yeah, I can't find anything. But Maybe the spin zone there is they just don't care already. Rangers aren't going to yeah. catch them. <laughs> Dude, it could Nobody's be. catching them. Um, I want the Angels to do it. They were sitting high and mighty on top of the division, and that just fell so fast. If you so had fast. to place 100 American dollars on one of the teams in the AL West to catch Houston, who would you put it on? If I had to do what? Angels. Put it on one team in the AL West to catch Houston. Mariners. I would say the Angels. I mean, they're the... Mariners are kind of the sexier team. Mariners' rotation I, I, is, is good. I don't know why the Mariners lost so many games when in that stretch when they were losing. Like, I'd probably go Mariners, and I've been a Halos guy. I think the Halos are going to add or definitely try to add at the deadline. I'm not so sure the Mariners are going to do that. Um, did we talk about Joe Madden yet here about the head shave thing? No. Jake and That's I did it. Tough. Jake and I did it. Yeah, segment on it for... It's tough, man. It's tough. So, for people who don't know, uh, Joe Madden trying to spark the boys after whatever it was, 12 games in a row, some some shit like that, goes ahead, says, you know what? Let's do something funny. These guys are going to get fired up when they see me. I'm going to shave a mohawk into my hair. So, he does it. Perry Manasian drives over to... Joe Madden's house in the morning to fire him. Joe Madden opens the door up. What's he got? A fucking mohawk. <laughs> Trav. Trav, in my head, it's been dyed pink this whole time or angels red, like a light angels red. But I, there's no report on that. It could just be his natural hair color. But if you had to... He's had to shave it by now, right? If you, you had to it. bet that Joe Madden dyed the mohawk mm. or didn't dye the mohawk, which way are you betting? I think it might've been like a peroxide blonde. I feel like that's kind of the move there when you do that. But I, the, the visual, like if I could have just been there standing, watching, I was, I was invisible. I just got to see Perry walk up, knock on Joe's door and Joe answer kind of knowing he's going to get fired, but maybe it's just a talk about something he doesn't really know. And then the Mohawk thing, Perry's got to be thinking I'm making the right decision, right? Like to open the door and see your manager doing that. Trev, you're the GM, and you're driving up, and you got a little pit in your stomach. You're about to fire a guy, but you think it's the right move for the team. You knock on the door, and you open it, and there's a 68-year-old man with a mohawk. Do you think you reconsider for a second? No, I think I think Paris like, wow. <laughs> it's confirmed. Made a real good, my gut was right. I made the right decision. Tough. Tough. We should have Joe Madden on. Let's mm. reach out. You think Perry was like, Joe, what's with the hair first? Or was like, you're fine. I think he looked up at it and just said. I think he let out a no shit. 
They just he said, oh. And oh, then shit. Was like, ah. okay. I also think Joe Madden's wife didn't know. So he was, he like turned around and she came down from a nap and he was like, we need to talk. And she was like, what, what, oh, what's your, what are you doing with your hair? And he says, no, it's not about that. Not about that. It's not about the hair. <laughs> Oof. That's that. To me, that's just a all time hilarious visual that I wish I was part of. Uh, yeah. Um, you sure you I don't want me to try the Mohawk thing first? Just give me a day of Mohawk. <laughs> give me one game. Give me one pair. Mohawk game. Give me still, one game pair. In a movie, in a movie, Joe Madden convinces Perry yeah. one more day. Yeah. Give one me day. one more if day. If the Mohawk like, doesn't work. But okay. I'm out. And then they run up. They go like 21 in a row. I mean, if the Angels liked Madden at all, they just show up with Mohawks tomorrow. Oh, you can't do that now. Yeah, in support yeah, of your guy. Phil Nevin's, no. Phil Nevin's too he, too much of a guy guy. If if it wasn't like a ball player guy, they maybe would think about something like that. But this is a they respect the oh, shit out of Phil Nevin. Now that would have been the scene if Madden comes in on that day, reveals the mohawk to the boys, puts a shaver down in the table, they all start shaving mohawks, and then Madden's fired. Oh Madden. my god. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys doing? Stop, Joe. <laughs> I need to talk to you. Joe! <laughs> One guy Joe. gets half of his hair, hair shaved. Yeah. He's like, oh, I can't. Tyler Wade obviously didn't go. Yeah, he was, he was waiting for the end. end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, I might be sick, guys. <laughs> oh, so everyone's doing man. it? Yeah. I'm going to wait. Yeah. Speaking of the Angels, I know times, you know, whatever. I'm, I'll be at the game, Dodgers-Angels, oh. uh, tomorrow. Oh. So any Angels fans out there? Dodgers fans, come say what's up. I'll talk about the Yankees for you guys. Wow. Because I know you guys have probably talked. You know a who's lot pitching tomorrow them. for the Dodgers? Ganshin. Oh, is it? Catterday, yes. your boy. Yes. Uh, Yankees are the best team in baseball right mm. now. They, all they do is hit homers. The guy you're talking about, Swarmer? Yeah. Was that when J- John Smoltz was just like saying, this guy's incredible? He's throwing 90 miles an hour getting, you know, like he was throwing big shots. Yeah. Schmaltz, he comes in with pre-prepared thoughts and then the game doesn't dictate his so, thoughts. I, I don't want to say this every time somebody gets hurt or it's not hurt. Somebody gets hit around. I don't want everyone to be like, oh, he's tipping his pitches. But when I was watching him throw a little bit, that, that glove movement. Like but Trev, he only had two. So at one point, Judge says, uh, I was sitting slider, but he left it up and just shrugs. So when he hit his fastball out, he had a low 90s fastball, two-pitch two pitcher. High 80s fastball. High so, 80s fastball, yeah. and he's a two-pitch pitcher. I don't, I, don't, I don't think. The only reason I say that is because those guys that have something like that, are you can find stuff pretty quickly on them. I'm not saying that it happened. I kind of went through it, you know, just some, through some highlights. I didn't really deep dive into it. Um, but there, I, there, I think there might be something. And a lot of these teams, I've been talking to guys about this. A lot of these teams have multiple people, and that is their job mm-hmm. to find stuff, man. And I, I don't think that's okay. In my opinion, and this is just me, I think it needs to be someone that's on the roster or on the coaching staff. If it's anybody else, if it's like front office people doing it, I don't think that's right. I think it has to come with your coaching staff. There's no way, that's to, the way, police, I there's no way to police that, though. There's no way to police it whatsoever. And like, what's what's the difference between if if 
a video coordinator if you labeled him video coordinator coach? Like, wouldn't that be? Well, the you can first only have so many there? coaches on the team. You can't just have a zillion coaches. I don't know if like that's on field coaches. Like teams like have like coaches a ton of hitting dress. coaches now. Teams yeah, have that dress. There is probably limited. Coaches that dress. That's that's what I'm talking okay. about. It it seems to me like because then you know our guy uh, Chris Reed. He's actor Padres fan that's always hitting us up on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, right? He listens to talking baseball too. Great, great dude. Has a lot of valid points. We you know he starts um, shooting tweets at me about, hey, like what's the stop teams from using software? And I've talked a lot about this. Nothing. There's nothing to stop teams from using software. And that would be so easy to line up the video, find the differences and go from there. I hope teams aren't doing that because I do consider that cheating 100%. Uh, they are. They are. There is no they, way they to stop doing that. that. You could take the computer. I'm, I could do it if someone gave yeah, me I'm access to all the video players files, can do it. Can do it. Players can just go home and do it themselves if they want to learn it. So there's just it's that's just not policeable. So I, I know it's tough. I, I I hate that. Yeah. Because I, I I don't. That's that to me shouldn't be part of. I'm not saying anybody is 100 percent doing that, but I'm also saying there's probably because that's how I figured out the Angels or the what team was that? Oh, you overlaid them. The Angels was it the Angels? The Tigers. Tigers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just overlaid. Um, I took it's I took so I took curveball, fastball, curveball, fastball. So I had two of each and put them on the screen and just watched. And then I just saw his head was a different way for two. Like it took me four minutes. You're a pitcher. I mean, I guess we talk about what can hitters do with technology to get back that, although I consider that cheating. Yeah. Well, yeah, I felt bad. Hey, Cubs pitchers, it was uh, it was brutal. They just had because they because they went so long and used all their relievers in day one, they just kind of let those kids eat it, and it was ugly. If you uh, if if your team needs to add some trade pieces, I think the Cubbies they have some arms in the pen. Will be selling. Yeah, and Hap with a really good series with a year and a half left on his contract. Scooby dooby dooby doo. All right, let's Ooh, go to uh, looking for outfielders. Nine figures, standout performance. Yeah, standout performance at five hundred. Whoa, 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 whoa! Trev, you go first. <sighs> I sure? didn't know I was going to talk about Brio so much. I had him slated for my standout. I'm still going to give it to him. I think the Jays need uh, that. They need him to get going. Like you said, they're back in second place in the AL East now. Back-to-back good starts, eight innings pitch, one earned run, five Ks with only one walk. I think when he gets into trouble, he's putting some guys on. He's leaving pitches over the plate. Last two starts against the uh, the Twins and Tigers, he has not done that. He's been really good. I still like this Blue Jays team a lot. The Yankees have been the story of the AL East. Uh, the Blue Jays were the story of the AL East in the preseason. But I think they're really good. I want them to be really good. I want them to have big series against the Yankees at the end of the year. And I think we'll probably get that. I don't know if the, what are the Yankees up right now in the division? A lot? Eight and a half. Ugh, maybe we won't. But yeah, I love, I, I love Rio. So I always got to talk about what he does well. And I, hopefully this continues. This stretch of starts continues. Standout performance, Jose Barrios. Nine, 10, 11. I'm counting. Next start against the Orioles, who they, they actually hit a little bit, but keep getting right. Austin Hayes keep on the Orioles. Right. Yeah. yeah. Keep going. <laughs> Not yet, but 
No, he's too young. Couple he's 25. Years. What do you count over there, Jim? Uh, Robbie Ray starts. Okay. I talked about Robbie Ray last week about how he had to change his pitch mix on the fly because he wasn't comfortable with what was going on, and he started throwing a sinker for the first time all season. Robbie Ray went one, like, we're at, like, 31, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. So this is rough. 40-something starts in a row last year and this year. Basically a two-pitch pitcher. And those pitches were fastball, slider. He, he messed around with the curveball, but it was never higher than 10%. 40 starts in a row. Halfway through the game against the Astros last week, Service says, you got to go to plan B. So he it just says, I had to throw a sinker. He'd never thrown it before. So I was very curious to see, now he faces the Red Sox, is he just going to go back to it? Like that was a one-game thing? Or is he going to try and be a new pitcher for a little bit? He threw 48% sinkers. Almost half his pitches were a pitch he invented on the line. He's been working on it for debut for first time out of necessity. The slider went down to 18%. It was his third pitch. So for the first time, his top two pitches were not fast four-seamer and slider. He threw the sinker way more. He got good results with it. He, you know, seven innings pitched, three hits, zero earned runs. Not a lot of strikeouts. Only four. He's a strikeout guy. So I wonder, and the sinker is not a strikeout pitch. It's a balls in play grounders pitch. So I'm, I'm now a little curious in how this continues for him. You know, if he's going to gain more confidence back in the slider. But it's kind of interesting to just be a new pitcher all of a sudden in the middle of the season against a good team. And it worked. It's worked both times. So standout performance because I think it's kind of gutsy to be a Cy Young guy and then just completely throw a new pitch as your 50% of the time pitch. Would love to know the story. I mean, there's got to be more to it because old Robbie Ray, 2015, 2016, it was like a 25% pitch for him. So you wonder with baseball changing and, and he, hitters adapting, is it is it more Robbie Ray? Is it more hitters? Is it he talked ch- about that changing how, stuff up? He talked about how his pitch isn't that unique anymore. The high the high four seam fastball. So yeah, but my standout performance, good outing from him. Which leaves you. Yeah, I thought I was going two-hole. That's fine. That's fine. I'll tell you. You asked me what I was counting, which went into just telling you, which was my thing. That's okay. Doesn't seem like it. It's not okay. It's a little fucked up. Uh, Which leads me to mine. I'm going Jared Walsh, uh, who hit a cycle. I'm a cycle guy. I talked about Yelly this year. Uh, Trying to break the record. I talked about five-tool light. Eddie Escobar, my guy cycling. Uh, and I thought it was funny the uh, the one game that the Angels won. Uh, my guy Jared Walsh hit for the cycle, and I was laughing because the game before that they won was the Otani game where he threw a hundred and had an exit velo of a hundred. So basically, at this point, uh, the Angels losing ways are so bad that they need something like otherworldly to happen in their baseball game to get a win. Uh, and Jared Walsh did it uh, on the June 11 game versus the Mets. Homer, double, single, uh, triple, his cycle. Um, three ribeye stakes. Was this the second game? This was game two. 
So Otani opened up double single homer, triple away from the cycle, and then instead Walsh is like, nah, whoops, I'll do it. Whoops, show, we need you next Show, game. you can't do fucking everything. We need you next I'll be the show. cycle guy. Yeah. Um, Maybe show pulled up at second, stayed there to not outshine him. I don't know. Didn't see it. We're not Who sure. Who wins in a fight, Shohei, Otani, or Mike Trout? Shohei. Shohei. I think so, too. Although Mike's got like the lo, like low man wins type of thing, right? Yeah, if it gets to the ground. But I, I got Shohei throwing kicks and punches. That are like unreal. I mean, he reach. can do it with the arm and the legs. Yeah, reach. He's faster than Mike Trout too. Trev, can I give you something you like? A little sure. little bonus here. Jared Walsh, thirty ninth round draft pick out of the University of Georgia. Go dogs! We love that. Now he's just raking in the show. I gave Jared Walsh a compliment that I probably shouldn't have given him. Wow. I was comparing him earlier in the year to a wow. Oh, thanks, BBD. <laughs> I was comparing him earlier in the year to a Jordan Alvarez. I said mm. the guy can be that type of hitter. That's yeah, putting you in a rarefied air. I don't know if I need to put all that pressure on him. Uh, I like watching him swing the bat. I'll say that. I he's, do. He's uh, he has one of those lefty swings that gets Yankee fans excited because if he. If he played in the Bronx, I think Jared Walsh could sneak up on on 35, 40 homers a year pretty easily. Smooth lefty swing. The chat is saying Trout would win in a fight. A lot of Trout believers uh, in that hypothetical fight between him and Otani. Go tell them to watch the video of the kangaroo boxing because that's Otani. Mm. Okay. His form is just going to be so much better than Trout's. They're, they're both sneaky big. When you see him in person, you're like, oh, shit. Like, Trout's What's the like height? Very wide. Otani listed 6'4", 210, which I'm a little surprised by the weight. Trout listed 6'2", 235. So a little more mass equals gas there. What's Rizzo listed as? Um, can bring that up. Otani is like three years younger than Trout. That matters a little bit. Um, Rizzo listed at 6'3", 240. Our height chart has Rizzo at 6'4". He was wearing shoes. Oh, shoes. did he go shoes? Yeah, he you got to take shoes off. Yeah, it's we're, shoes we're off. a shoes on hype chart. Fine, that's fine with me. I think I'm if doing we, my shoes I think off. If we, I'm well, not taking my shoes take off. Your shoes off. Um, no. We're not telling Riz, take your shoes off. Yeah, no. All right, let's keep it going. What we got? Oh no. <laughs> Andrew Benintendi. Three for 18, two doubles, a walk, did not get off slump watch. He needs to stay. We need him to get traded. It need to be fun. Mitch Garver sat the whole series, COVID IL, so he's not off slump watch. Oh. I think I thought he is. There's a lot of ways to get off slump watch. All right, I mean, don't clap for him. That was like you're killing a nap. Killing a bug. Yeah. Jared Walsh, 7 for 13, a homer, a triple, a double, a slot. Hit for the cycle. Wow. He's off. That's claps. Hell of a hell of a day, kid. Corey Seager, 2 for 14 with a homer, two RBIs, and a walk. The slash line's not there. Who are the Rangers playing next? The Rangers play. And Luis Robert. 
Three for 14, Houston. most importantly, uh, a blender. A blunder, blunder. on the blunder. base path. So he'll. I'm, I I vote at this point to leave the three of those guys on, actually. That works for me. Tough uh, Blake for Rober a little bit, but. Luis Rober. Uh, Jorge Soler. Oh for 11, hit by pitch, 6Ks. That's not good. Austin Meadows, 0 for 10 with a walk and a K. Meds sucks. That sucks. Be better. Uh, ah, they can't. Wilmer Flores, 0 for 10 with two walks, one intentional. Harrison Bader, 0 for 8. And Mookie Betts, 1 for 12. You got any? We got to put two of these guys on. You got anyone? Austin Meadows is a friend. Okay. I'd love for him to start hitting. Um. I'm you do? Like, does it change anything for the Tigers? I'm kind of, I think so, actually, because they haven't hit all year. So, like, if their team could start to hit, I think they'd have a certain level of hope they haven't had all year. Okay. Uh, and then I'm kind of between Solaire and Betts. Because I'll be honest, Harry Bader, he can hit a little. He's out there for defense. And Wilmer Flores, I mean, I love him. but You do? Yeah. He's got some nice stats. Fun baseball reference. Baseball. So let's go Solaire then. We want the okay. we, we want the fish yeah. to keep winning. Get the whole NL East besides the Nats above five hundred. Let's do it. Let's do it. Dirt nasties on fuego. That means I'm on fire, baby. Like wake up. I gotta tell you, uh, we are in a nice box of a studio. Yeah. Usually it gets warmer the longer you're in here. Uh, it's freezing in here. Yeah. My legs are numb. Yeah. It's gotten way colder. Trev, I can't wait to you. I don't know if you're going to be here this weekend in the studio, but when you feel how we how cold it gets in here, it's unbelievable. And I, you're talking about a guy that likes his house at 67 degrees, and I'm freezing in here. Sounds like you need some iron. You need some steak. Could be. Is that your award? Yeah. Um, I'm not at awards yet. No, you got to tell us. Sicko. You're, you're bringing us the Enfuego. Totally n- am not. Trevor is, though. Sure. I'll do it two episodes in a row. We have nine people on the Enfuego list today. Brian Reynolds, who had some monster jacks in the sweep, but he got swept. Uh, 10 for 15, <laughs> two homers, a double five RBIs. Play yourself out of Pittsburgh. Would you please Christian Betancourt? Haven't heard the name in quite some time. Nine for 17, three homers, three doubles, five RBIs said Brown. What can Brown do for you? Mm. Four for 14. Is this in Fuego? Four for 14, three homers, eight RBIs. I guess the RBIs are nice. That's three interesting. Homer. Nelson Cruz. Seven for 12. He went gangbusters. Two homers, a double, six ribbies, and a walk. Brandon Marsh. I'm going to go ahead. Him. That's not in Fuego. It's not in Fuego. Three homers is nice. Three homers is nice. Man. I mean, four for 14. Brandon Marsh, five for 10. Two homers, a double, three RBIs, three walks. Adelise Garcia for the second place. Rangers, yeah. seven for 13. Two homers, four RBIs, three walks. Jose Ramirez is constantly on this list. He's one of the best players in all of baseball, and I swear people do not even know that. Six for 16, two homers, four doubles, five ribbies, and one walk. Bobby Witt Jr., I mentioned him. He's good. Eight for 13, homer, triple, double, two RBIs in a walk, and then rounding it out, Carlos Correa, the Minnesota Twins, forever shortstop, five for eight, homer, double, two RBIs, and a walk. 
So really eight people were in Fuego. Yeah. Good stuff. According to our list. All right. Time for awards. Do we have the Kelsey Kelsey. sound? We stopped stopped using it. Kelsey. Kelsey. Awards. Makes me smile every time. Trev, you have an award picked out, you nerd? Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stay on Tolkien baseball. Uh, we're gonna give the King Theoden award. People know that he was taken over by Saruman. He had control of his body there. Uh, the riders of Rohan left the city. They end up meeting up with uh, Aragorn, Gimli, and Legolas out there. That was a fun scene in the movie. Uh, but eventually Gandalf strolls into town, uh, gets Saruman out of his body, and has the classic line. You're starting to see Theoden come back. He goes from old and sick to his young, strong self again. He looks at his hands, and Gandalf says, Your fingers will remember their old strength better if they grasp your sword. Then Hamas brings the sword. He unsheaths it. Boom. We're back. It's a legendary scene. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go Google it. I'll never forget that line. I'm giving this award to Matt Carpenter of your New York Yankees. Uh, started the year off. We all know what he did with St. Louis. Very good career there. Uh, accomplished player in St. Louis. Starts the year off in Texas, which you guys know how I feel about that organization. Does not make the team out of spring training, goes to AAA, finally asks for his release. He's over it. Been there, buddy. I understand how you're feeling. Uh, Goes back, hangs at his house for a little bit, then gets the call from the Yankees. Now, I don't think I even need to tell everyone what he's done. He's got eight hits. Hasn't really started. I think he got one start, right, so far? Uh, Maybe four. Four starts. Has not been starting. A lot of these have been off the bench. Eight hits, six of them for home runs. Uh, he did get the start yesterday. He got five plate appearances, three hits with the two home runs, and every single one has been majestic. James, you dropped a story on me earlier today. He called everybody, all the hitting coaches you could think of. Talked to Joey Votto about getting power back in his swing. Put the work in. Now he's just hitting absolute moonshots on the best team in baseball. He had a quote talking about, I went from the couch to the best team in baseball. And dude, I've been in a situation. No, I you know didn't come up and do what he's done, but I know what it's like going home thinking, maybe my baseball career is over. I might not ever play in the major leagues again. He's on the biggest stage doing the biggest things, rocking the mustache. Him and Jose Trevino have been like the cult heroes of the Yankees. Nestor Cortez, obviously, as well. Uh, I just think it's really cool, man. When just when you think your career is done and it's over, you put some hard work in and you get rewarded for it. Uh, so Matt Carpenter, congratulations on your King Theoden award. Yesterday he was uh, a late addition to the lineup. So it wasn't in the first two. Yeah, it was a late scratch. So that's cool. It's cool, man. It's cool to probably put a lot of work into it in the off season and, it might not have been worthwhile, and I think it's worthwhile for the Yankees already and for him. Like, it's already been worth it if if it 
putters out. I think it's a it's a good send off. I mean, the Yankees are okay because they got way more value than they put in already. But it looks like he's going to be a vital bench piece down the stretch. I think the Yankees are going to try and do everything they can to keep him around because you got a lefty guy who's just peppering homers. You can keep him around. I, um, there, you know, he has like a past where um, he's from Texas. Tory Hunter like paid for him to work out at this facility when he was in the minor leagues. So there's like some history there between those two. Like you, you can't find anyone that hates um, Matt Carpenter in the big leagues. One of those guys. So just, just happy to see him have the success. TCU right. boy. Jake, do you have an award that you're going to give out? I was for a little bit. She dumped me. Um, I am going to give out an award. Uh, I'm giving out the nine figures award. Uh, it's something that's, Trevor Plouffe has mentioned on this show a couple times in reference to our friend and colleague Ian Happ, um, who's a year and a half away from his his potential free agency, and and Trevor thinks he's going to make nine figures. I've got a guy. It's not going to Ian Happ. I've got a guy that's hitting free agency this year. He's on a team I told you guys I was psyched about coming into this episode. One of my many doppelgangers, Dansby Swanson of the Atlanta Braves. Dansby had a brutal start to this season. I don't know if you boys remember, I'd say about three or four episodes in, we were worried about Dansby. He wasn't hitting. Braves Twitter was getting rowdy. Do you potentially send him down? That's how bad he was looking at the dish. In the last 46 games, a nice round number. Dansby Swanson has been 329, 392, a 903 OPS. Mm. He still grades out elite defensively. He has a two and a half war on the season, which, you know, if you do some quick math, that's what? He's on pace for like a six war season from the shortstop position. And Jimmy, the one number that I think you'll like the most, Mm -hmm. the Atlanta Braves. Are 34 and 27. That's 61 games. Yep. Dansby Swanson has started all 61 of them. That's short. Mm. Wow. After playing 160 last year. That's nuts. Do they have a backup shortstop on the team or would someone slide over? He is 28 years old. And if he rides out this season, especially on the heater he's on, we might be talking about nine figure Dansby. Trev, I know you love when guys get paid. Um, and he is on he is on quite the path for it. I am interested to see what happens to Dansby in the offseason if he continues at this pace. I'm I'm curious what team is going to go out there and try to lock him up. Is he going to stay a brave? I don't know. Uh one thing I've come to terms with with him. Sure. Gone back and forth. This might be a controversial take. I wasn't sure how I felt about Dansby. You know, everyone calls him Dan's Bay, like hottest guy in baseball. I wasn't sure how I felt about him. I don't know if I got that vibe. This year, maybe it's the confidence. Maybe it's the way he's playing. He's there for me. Okay. Even Ashlyn was off him for a little bit. I'd like to, I'd like to ask her if she's back on the Dansby train now. You think, you think you like him a little more when he's got nine figures going to his bank account? Yeah, that helps. Yeah. Helps. Thought you might. James, the final prestigious award of the episode. Stop. Award. How are you spelling that? S T O O O. 
O O H P. Stop. Oh, I thought it was S T A W H P. Stop. 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 Where are you going, Don? Goes to Luis Garcia. Mm. Guess which one? There's four in MLB right now. Ooh. Texas. Nope. Houston. Uh, nope. Nationals. Yes. Let's go. Yeah. 0 for 2 in stolen uh, base attempts this series. And uh, 0 for 4, his last four. Uh, so, young Luis. Stop. Mm. Hey, just, maybe, just, maybe just keep that in your pocket and don't try to steal anymore. It's four different catchers. One time he got picked off. Uh, he's got one successful stolen base and, and five caught stealings in his career now. Mm. So just like, I don't know, man. Stop. Stop. Doesn't seem to be your skill. Let me get some minor league stats here. Because he's hitting this year, which is really nice. We like that. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. Stop running, I think. Minor leagues, he was 36 for 14. (laughs) It's tough, man. (laughs) (laughs) That's tough. How did you how did you come up with this? Uh, how did you find that little stat there? I'm a history major. The history dude. <clears throat> it's research, man. That's all I do. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I would tell him pump the brakes as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Coach Treff. Chill out, man. Chill out. Oh, <clears throat> yep. All right. Hey, uh, best friend of the week is. Reese Hoskins, five for 11, two yes. homers, two walks. Yes. Nice. Yes. Hey, an elevator Hawks. talk as we Reeser. go. Early COVID guest. Weird times. Let's see. Was he our first like full length interview? <clears throat> I know Gibby called in. Maybe. He was, I think, like, first. Gibby was giving when us, we were like, in the studio. Yeah, Gibby was like labor talk. He was so serious all the time. We yeah. used to have mom. I don't ever want to relay that again. Rays is the wheel decide team. <laughs> uh, Andrew Kittredge, my, I'm sorry. He's getting uh, TJ. Um, Damn. I talked about that on baseball today. That stinks for him. He's just starting to earn some money. He's doing it for a long time. Late round draft pick guy. Uh, so kind of sent him some thoughts and prayers. They're coming to the Yankee Stadium uh, to play three games against the Yankees. And I am sure they want to win, and they got Mac going game two. He's been unreal. Do people call him Mac, or is that a you thing? Uh, I would guarantee some people call him Mac. I think anyone with a name that starts with M-A-C gets called Mac. It's, it's M-C-C. Well, yeah, but I mean, how's it pronounced? I think it's McClanahan. McClanahan. Like yeah, the hockey I don't player? Know Mac, Mac? I don't know who you were talking about. I don't think it's about. a Mac. But isn't that the, the same Mick thing as the uh, hockey player? I don't know. I don't know. I know Sh- Shane McClanahan is gross this year. Yeah. It's really good. 12 starts. I was like, who's back? What are we talking about, bro? Uh, Shane. Jake sucks. 500. <laughs> McClanahan. Yeah, I mean, that's, I guess... Miracle, 1980 U.S., same spelling, they call them Mac. Okay. You like those guys, just go by Mac. Okay. 